0: Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com rss feed urls may change for some of you if that happens you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade so keep those coming in the future and again the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Good morning, everybody. It is Sunday morning, July 9th, 2023. I am Vince Russo. This is a little ditty called Glass Onions. And yes, the walrus was Paul. Good morning, everybody. On Sunday morning, uh, the time I usually record this show while the uh, wifey is out at work. I was up late, 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 late last night. Um, I'll tell you why. Jackie Martling, you know Jackie, the joke man from a Howard Stern fame, uh, is coming out with a great documentary, and uh, his PR person reached out to me and uh, asked me if I'd have Jackie on the show to talk about the documentary. Uh, remember, I had Jackie on the show once before, and I I was very touched uh, by this because. I think Jackie Martling is a genius, and not only that, bro, our careers are very, very similar in the routes that the both of us took. Now, Jackie is 10 years older than I am, but man, bro, there is, a, there is quite the similarity between Howard Stern and Vince McMahon, and there is quite the similarity of what Jackie experienced and what I experienced both working for uh, Vince McMahon and Howard Stern before and after. There are so many similarities to my career in writing wrestling uh, compared to Jackie as a comedy writer on perhaps the, the most famous, uh, radio show in history. And I watched this documentary last night. I watched it probably around 330 in the morning. It was about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, and, and the, uh, the documentary was great, bro. You know, Jackie is one of those guys that if you, can't get along with Jackie Martling, you really got to look yourself in the mirror. This is the kind of guy that everybody who knew him liked him uh, and were very fond of him and call him a genius. So I was up late watching that documentary, and I am going to interview Jackie on Chicken Necks this week. I'm looking up very forward to it. I took extensive notes uh on the documentary and i really want to talk about that comparison between vince and stern i i really do want to talk about that because you know i mean bro you know whether you want to call them narcissist whatever you want to label them god there are so many similarities as far as not wanting to give anybody credit as as far as the illusion that you know it's all stern just like it's all vince It is absolutely fascinating. So I hope to get in that conversation with Jackie when I interview him. I'm interviewing him on Wednesday. Bro, today, you know, we got a topic that just won't go away. And as a matter of fact, man, this article was printed less than a week ago. And this was on a site called the Sportster uh, the sportster.com. And I came across this site and I'm like, man, this story is never going to go away. I mean, because this story now is 30 years in the making. It's never going to go away. And the headline of the story is Randy Savage and Stephanie McMahon, the most notorious rumor in WWE history explained, which I doubt, I doubt this article is going to explain it. Uh, this article is by Christian Maldonado, published less than a week ago. Listen, to give you a little bit of a background, back sometime around 1994, where Maybe Stephanie was 18, maybe she wasn't. Allegedly, Stephanie and Savage uh, had at least a one-nighter, and that has not really been confirmed or denied by anyone. There is some uh, bits and pieces, but a lot of people point to in 1994, you know, Randy Savage really falling from grace with the WWF. Bro, I interviewed him right around this time, man. Seriously. It was like 94, 95. I went to his home in uh, Treasure Island. I spent time with him and his family. So it was right around this time that there was allegedly anyway, at least the one night of between a very young Stephanie McMahon, who some say were underage, And Macho Man, Randy Savage. And this rumor has been going on for 30 years. 30 years. Savage never spoke about it. Stephanie never spoke about it. However, probably back about 10 years ago, if you remember gorgeous George, who was uh, uh, Savage's valet and girlfriend at WCW, uh, she made the comment that while her and Savage were on a beach and they were both high on ecstasy, and I'll read her comments later, that, um, Randy did in fact confirm the story to her, that him and Stephanie did in fact, uh, do the hey nanny nanny. And I am going to get into, um, uh, Stephanie Ballard's comments a little later on i I, you know i know stephanie i've met stephanie on 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 several occasions very very nice woman um personally i don't think she'd have any reason to lie about this but let's let's get into the the story that is now going to be explained by christian maldonado An infamous infamous rumor regarding a potential relationship between Stephanie McMahon and Macho Man Randy Savage arose in the early 2000s. That's when it first came into fruition or, or, or public knowledge. The amount of skeletons in the closets of many wrestling personalities is insurmountable. Many have done some pretty despicable things in the past and not just in the WWE. Certain performers aren't very proud of those actions, And others are shamelessly proud of them. That is true, bro. This is all true. However, for all the bad things that are known and confirmed, there is an equal amount of things that are only assumed or believed to be true with no confirmation ever present. These allegations and rumors can hurt the performers they regard or simply become a piece of the wrestling lore. It truly depends on how believable the rumor is. And when it comes to the rumor about Stephanie McMahon and Macho Man Randy Savage, there's a lot to be unpacked. When it says, you know, that these allegations or rumors can hurt the performers they regard, I just want to say, bro, th- th- this story means absolutely nothing. Uh, I mean, my God, Stephanie's in her 40s now. Randy Savage is long gone. So this isn't meant to damage them in any way because I'm going to tell you guys up front, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I am only speculating like everybody else, but it's it's just fun to talk about because it's been out there forever, but in the big scheme of things, it really doesn't mean anything, so here we go. The rumor was that Randy Savage and Stephanie McMahon were involved romantically. Everyone knows about the 90s WWE and how awful the product was becoming. They were losing viewership, losing money, and losing stars. One of the biggest stars they lost was Randy Savage but after WCW was bought by Vince McMahon, all the top stars from the company made their debut or return to the WWE at some point. Ric Flair by the end of the year, NWA, oh, not long after that, Goldberg about a year later, Sting almost 15 years later. However, the one person who never came back was Macho Man Randy Savage. There could be many reasons why him and Vince McMahon never reconciled, but one reason in particular arose in 2014. Now, guys, I want to tell you what I know firsthand knowledge. If you remember, bro, towards the end of his WWF career, Savage was now a commentator. And I can tell you, bro, having spent time with him during that time, he was not happy with that, bro. He did not want to be a commentator. He felt he still had a lot left in the tank, and he did. So, you know, right there. You have to ask yourself the question, knowing how Vince works, was was that a form of punishment? Uh, Did something indeed go down between Savage and his daughter that led to Savage now being a commentator because he was under contract with the WWE and Randy Savage absolutely not being happy with that? Now, getting back to the story. A wrestling message board called Death Valley Driver posted a prompt telling users to drop their craziest wrestling dirt they know about. After over a 100 of the wackiest posts, only one stuck in the minds of fans. It was that Stephanie McMahon and Randy Savage were hooking up in the 90s. Vince McMahon found out about, and that's why Savage left the company. Never mind why so many people believed a random post by a random person on a random wrestling board but the user couldn't even do simple math and said Stephanie was 14 years old at the time. Stephanie was born 1976, so she would have been 18 years old. Okay, so now we're we're seeing that this rumor came from a message board, uh, you know, which bro is you know is believable because I was listening to a, a Bruce Pritchard podcast from a couple of years ago about this topic. And Bruce said he did not hear about this till about two thousand four, two thousand six. Bruce was there in ninety four, and Bruce was in the inner circle. And again, bro, we we all know, man. Bruce Bruce plays with the truth, but when I was listening to this interview, I believe that back in ninety four, uh, Bruce didn't know anything about this. Now, now again, bro, keep in mind if this were true. Even though Bruce was Vince's right-hand man, Vince would not tell Bruce something like this. So I do believe that Bruce didn't know anything. Another big piece of evidence pointing towards the claim being true is that Macho Man's ex-girlfriend, Stephanie Bellers, revealed that Savage accidentally spilled the beans to her. She claimed that they were sitting on a beach high as a kite and that he admitted everything to her. She went into what Savage actually said to her as her answer to the question was extremely vague. She never went into what Savage actually said to her as her answer to the question was very vague. And like I said, man, I've met Stephanie on many, many occasions. Other small things have come out in many years since the rumor started. Such a Todd Holly saying in his book that they were always friendly with each other. Dutch Mantell saying that Savage was ordered to stay away from Stephanie and the fact that Macho Man wasn't inducted into the Hall of Fame until four years after his death. However, perhaps the biggest thing is that no one has ever outright denied the claim. Bruce Pritchard believes it's not true, but he never denied it. Now, there's evidence that point towards the Randy Savage and Stephanie McMahon claim being false. If that was everything this urban legend had to offer, then it'd be obviously obvious that it was true, but it's not everything. Conventionally around the time that the rumor hit the message boards, Triple H did an interview where he called Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage dinosaurs. Hogan didn't really care, but Savage took offense to those words. He then posted a video on his website where he said that Hogan was a punk, he'd slap Triple H around and that he'd steal Triple H's girl and take her around the block. An outburst like that seems like a good reason why Vince would never want Savage back in his company. I don't know about that. Because a lot of times, bro, come on, let's face it, these wrestlers are doing promos in um, character. I don't think Vince McMahon is going to hold something Randy Savage said on um on his social media against him unless it indeed was true if it indeed was true and Savage was hinting uh, to the incident yeah bro that would probably piss Vince off so let's continue again other small things point towards the contrary Bruce Prichard claimed that the WWE and Macho Man were actually in negotiations in 1996 Savage had issues with Hogan, who was brought back in 2002. Savage did an interview for WWE Magazine in 2003, and apparently he was actually asked to go into the Hall of Fame as early as 2010, but didn't want to go in without his brother and father. The fact that this rumor even got this much support to begin with is crazy, but that's all it is and that's all it'll ever be until confirmed from someone that the rumor is directly about. Unfortunately, macho man passed away in 2011, Stephanie will probably never sully her reputation by even acknowledging the situation in any way. Therefore, as fans are left with the unknown, they'll have to use their imagination, but in the end there's probably a sense of safety in mystery. Now, here is what um Stephanie Bellers said, this is her direct quote. Um, oh, he told me. He told me one day when we were on ecstasy on the beach. I think he didn't mean to tell me that. And then the next morning he goes, did I tell you anything last night on the beach? I'm like, you sure did. He knew exactly what he said. And he was like, shit, because it was kind of like the truth drug. Once he got on that, he just started telling me everything. It is what it is. She knows and he knows what it's all about. So that's Stephanie's claim that Savage told her on the beach uh, while they were both high on ecstasy. Now, guys, here's the thing. Stephanie Bellers. I also read a comment that she claimed that it was her who knocked on his door? So, bro, that 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 could be taken many ways. Uh, that could be taken as Stephanie was coming on to Savage, or literally, one night at a hotel while they're on the road, WWE, WWF, that Stephanie knocked on Randy Savage's door. And, you know, Savage answered the door, and listen, bro, you know, uh, you know male instincts kicked kick kick in. So it could be that she was pursuing him. It could have been that one time she knocked on a hotel room door late at night. Um, We will never know, but here's some of the things I want to look at, bro, that are interesting to me, bro. Stephanie McMahon, you know, from what I viewed and what I saw uh, and Ed, Ed Ferrara can confirm. This was always daddy's little girl. Always daddy's little girl. But, bro, you know how, like, with kids, when you tell them not to do something and you tell them not to do something and you tell them not to do something, then they're going to make sure they do it. There is no doubt in my mind that Vince McMahon did not want Stephanie McMahon around wrestlers. No doubt about it, bro. It it was taboo. It was hands-off. And I'm sure Vince had many conversations with her about crossing that line. Now, bro, when you're, you know, 18 years old and you are now an adult and you are now a woman, uh, you know, you you tend to want to go to a place that you're forbidden to go. Bro, it all goes back to uh, the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve with the apple. Remember that? Uh, When, 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 when God said, don't eat the fruit, don't eat the fruit, don't eat the fruit, but they had to eat the fruit. It's the same thing here. So since it was set up as being so tabooish to Stephanie, once she became of age, could she have gone and knocking on Randy Savage's door? Okay. Now keep this in mind. She also married a wrestler, bro. She married a wrestler that I'm sure Vince is not happy, was not happy about. And I doubt very much, bro, he's happy about it to this day. She married a wrestler. So that adds some credence to what I just said about the forbidden fruit. If she married a wrestler, is it possible, plausible that she had an affair with a wrestler? Yeah. It, it it absolutely is. It doesn't mean she did, but it means that it's absolutely plausible. Now, like I said, bro, on Savage's side, um, you know, bro, Scott Hall said that Randy Savage was very awkward with women. Uh, he wasn't really like that, like a ladies' man like that, and that's why uh, Scott Hall didn't believe it. But again, if you're knocking on my door at 3 in the morning, uh, and nobody's gonna know nothing. That that that's a whole other ball of wax. However, something did happen in 1994 uh, when Savage still had a lot left in the tank, bro. I want to I want to look up real quick uh, how old Savage was in uh, 1994, bro. So we know what we're talking about. He bro, he would have been 42 years old. 42 years old. He still had plenty left in the tank, bro. Um, we know he still looked tremendous. We know how he looked when he went over to WCW. So in 94, Savage is 42 years old. And I was there during this time and he was a commentator and he did not want to be a commentator. So you've got to ask yourself the question. Listen, man. Vince has made a lot of questionable calls, but I mean, bro, he's making a lot of those questionable calls into his seventies. You know, at, at this point, bro, you know, Vince is, is Vince even 50, Vince, seven, eight, four, nine, four. Vince isn't even 50 yet, bro. At this point, Vince is in his forties, bro. Vince is in his forties telling a wrestler, who was in the shape that Savage was in, in his 40s. They would have been around the same age, I believe. Hold on, let me double check that again. So Savage was born in 52. Let's see when Vince McMahon was born. McMahon was born in 45. So Randy Savage was seven years older. So Vince would have been 49 at the time. And Savage would have been 42. So a 49-year-old is going to tell somebody in the shape of a Randy Savage at 42 that you're over the hill. Your wrestling days are over. We're going to make you a commentator now. Meanwhile, Savage always was a draw. He was a draw back then, bro. I was with the company. So you know a lot of people said bro that the the slim jim deal and business deals had something to do with whatever that is a possibility but the reality of the situation is Randy Savage ain't over the hill at 42 years old bro absolutely not go look at his 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 run in the ww in wcw after that so for some reason man he's put on commentary he's not happy about that he doesn't want to be on commentary, and next thing we know, he leaves. Then, bro, there's this—he's never asked back, even though uh, allegedly he was, but he never came back. It took a long time to put it into the Hall of Fame. Now, bro, here, here's the thing—you got to ask yourself: Well, how would Vince have found out, bro? When I was there. I heard certain stories about Stephanie McMahon and either people she was dating or people she went out with and some bizarre, really bizarre details she would share with her dad about her dating prowess or who she was going out with And she would share these details with her dad. I'm not going to go into it here, bro. Very, very bizarre stuff. And, uh, you know, I found that stuff out when I was there from people that were very, very close to both Vince and Stephanie. So I remember back then, bro, that was really, really kabuki-ish to me. And uh, so... Could Stephanie have told her father? Absolutely, yes. I mean, I'm sure Savage wouldn't have. I mean, because that probably would have been career suicide. You know, if it were any of the boys, I can't see them sharing that information with the boss who's telling his daughter it's taboo to date wrestlers. So I would assume if this were indeed true, and this is all speculation we don't know, if this were indeed true, Vince would have had to hear it from his daughter, because she said she, like I said, brother, she shared some weird details with him in the past. And of course, no question in my mind, uh, Vince McMahon would have one thousand percent put the gag order on that. And maybe at that point, you know, Vince said to her, "If anything ever happens like this again with another wrestler." You know, you make sure you tell me, blah, 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 blah. And of course, years and years later, she married Triple H. But she was much older by then. She was an adult. So there's some credence of this could have went down and how Vince found out and why Savage was being punished. However, bro, usually in wrestling, everything comes to fruition. It's almost like impossible to keep secrets. I will tell you this, bro. Savage was a very close to the vest kind of guy. I'm telling you, bro. He never really showed you his emotions, what he was really feeling or what he was really thinking. I even remember, bro, the only time I would get anything out of Savage when I spent that time with him for the magazine is when he started drinking a little, when he started drinking a little bro, then he would start opening up a little, but something like this, bro, you, you ain't going to open up. And especially when you're not, you know, a, a lot of wrestlers, bro, are braggarts uh, and they be bragging about this. That was not who Randy Savage was, bro. He was very kayfabe. His business is his business. Kind of kept to himself. He was not that kind of a guy. So the the bottom line is, bro, we're never going to know about this, ever. You're never going to know about this. Now, it's interesting that... While it, while it would not behoove her to talk about it, Stephanie McMahon could come right out and say, it never happened. Uh, it would, it's, it's just a rumor that took on a life of its own. You know, I knew Randy, blah, 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 but this never happened. She's never said that, bro. She's never said that. She's never said vehemently, adamantly, this did not happen. Now, I know, bro, there's something out there about me that's not true, and it did not happen. I am going to tell you vehemently and adamantly that did not happen. Never happened. I am going to tell you that. But no, she has never confirmed this, which she never will or never should in the position that she's in. However, she's never denied it, which is interesting. It's just interesting, bro. But again, bro, the reality of the situation is this is one of those stories you're never going to find out. I don't think Stephanie uh, Bellers has any reason to lie because I think if she lie, she'd go into detail of exactly what Randy said, but she's not doing that. Uh she's just confirming that, yeah, something did happen because he told me about it, but she did not get down into the dirty laundry, which if she's lying about this or if she's making it up or if she's spiteful for any reason whatsoever, then she would have got into the dirty laundry. All she ever said was he she knocked on his door. That's all she ever said, which, again, an 18-year-old knocking on a hotel room door, 2, 3 in the morning, on the road, nobody would ever know. That's not That's not out of the realm of um, reality when it comes to professional wrestling. But, bro, like I said, man, not that it means anything because it doesn't, still one of the greatest mysteries in professional wrestling. And the fact, bro, that you could keep anything a secret in professional wrestling, man, that alone uh, blows my mind. But like I said, man, Savage was a very secretive person. Um, I would assume Stephanie would be that way as well, because even with all this bullshit with her dad's NDAs and all this shit, Stephanie's not said anything. So she's probably a very private person as well. That is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show, man. Come to your own conclusions, man, because we'll never know. This has been Glass Onions, and I am Vince Russo. Take care, everybody. Check out patreon.com forward slash TWC.